it's time to relax. You know what that means. It's time to stab you in the heart. Ah, it's time to relax. You know what that means. It's time to drown you in a fountain. Ah, it's time to relax. <laughs> you know what that means. Time for the fucking show to start. This is the Original Janksters Podcast. I'm Kevin Jank. I'm Peter Jank. All right. We've got a very exciting episode here today as we continue Halloween month <laughs> with our super scary movies. I mean, last super. week, I'm sure you all shit your pants over the last skeleton of Cadabra. I did. <laughs> From laughter. <laughs> I do that all the time. That's why they won't let me in comedy clubs anymore. <laughs> There's Kevin, <laughs> a.k.a. Mr. Shits himself. Usually they make you like buy like at least two drinks or like a food item and a drink. Not me. They're just like, no, you can't have anything. <laughs> we need you empty. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we're like a doctor's office for you. You need to not eat anything 24 hours before you come here. <laughs> yes. That's why we will let you in. <laughs> I'm like, oh. But anyway, <laughs> this week we're going to be talking about a little movie that came out a couple years ago uh, called Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day to you, baby. <laughs> I know you're crying in the blue now. I feel like that's it's a missed opportunity for literally the song called Happy Death Day by Alien Ant Farm is not in this this movie at all. <laughs> Uh, I'm guessing no one ever actually heard that song. That's blasphemous. <laughs> was that from the one that had Smooth Criminal? Because I think after that, everyone forgot about Alien Ant Farm. Yes, it was. Oh, okay. Or <laughs> something. <laughs> then it had a chance, but <laughs> still no. I love that album. It's so but good. this movie, I mean, it's got some good songs. <laughs> like two <laughs> that I remember. Oh, no, there's so many. But go ahead. Uh, this movie came out a couple years ago. Uh, it was a Blumhouse movie. Blumhouse is pretty much making all those horror movies these days. Uh, and they kind of got the model of just let's make something for cheap and people will come see it. and It'll be bound to make a profit because we made it for so cheap. Uh, <laughs> and it definitely did. It spawned a sequel that came out earlier this year. Happy Death Day to you. Um, I, it's pretty solid to me. It's got one major flaw, which I've mentioned on the show because it came up uh, when I was talking about my top 10 for whatever year it was. 2016, maybe? Something like that? Okay. 2017? That problem being that this movie is rated PG-13. Um, that's not really what you want in a slasher movie for the most part. Uh, they kind of don't show a lot with the deaths. They had to really tame it down to get that PG-13 rating. Um yeah, so they kind of cut away basically every time she's about to die. They just kind of cut away, and you never really see a whole lot. It's not all that bloody, even though she dies multiple times. Uh, so that kind of hurts the movie for me, for sure. Uh, what did you think of Happy Death Day? Well, for those who haven't watched it, Happy Death Day is a horror movie that's basically taking the same premise of Groundhog Day. Yes. Now, if I had to <laughs> compare the two, obviously Groundhog Day would win. Um, and then there was another movie series that came out, or uh, TV series, I think just this last year, called Russian Doll, which does the exact same thing, and I still prefer that over this. <laughs> this movie is uh, It's formulaic. one of those premises. 
Yes, that's for sure. It's one of those premises that's definitely been done. I want to say like every TV show that has any kind of fantasy or supernatural or sci-fi slant to it has done an episode like this. <laughs> I'm sure. Like Buffy, I know definitely did it. I'm sure the X-Files did it. Probably Supernatural and every Star Trek imaginable has probably done it. No, maybe. I don't know. I don't really watch TV. <laughs> Except for Russian it's Dawn. definitely something that's been done a lot. Uh, but I did like that mm. they, because it's kind of a throwback to old school slasher movies, but with the twist of it being this Groundhog Day thing. So it's not like the killer is killing off a bunch of different teens. He's mostly, or the killer is basically just killing off the same person over and over again. Sometimes there's some collateral damage, but mostly it's just the same person being the victim over and over again. Mm-hmm. So I thought that's a good twist. Oh. I guess my initial thoughts are it's okay. <laughs> it didn't. It, the problem is, is it like I could see everything coming. So basically, mm-hmm. if you want to think about it as a Groundhog Day, the first day is you're watching everything, the most mundane stuff ever. And why do they do that? Well, it's because it's going to build up to the next couple days. Oh, sprinklers going off. Okay, why would I care about that in the movie? Oh, because we're going to see that later. Car alarm's going off. Okay, boom. Yeah, so the first day is very mundane. It's monotonous. You're watching her do her day. You can see, you, you know, you're getting your personality traits from her. She's obviously an asshole because everybody in the beginning of any of these Groundhog Day-style day movies, you're an asshole. Bill Murray was an yeah. asshole. Russian <laughs> Doll Chick was an asshole. This chick, also an asshole. So then you watch her be an asshole for the first day. Second day, she just assumes, just like every other one of these it's just deja vu. She's starting to put the pieces together that maybe something's crazy going on, but then we go. It does into... seem to take her a lot of time into that day. Like, I think after the first scene, I would have been like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> she ta- she almost lives that second day almost to a T, <laughs> minus there was a surprise party that she actually made it to the second time. And then the yeah. third time, or the third day, it basically goes into, oh, God, no, like panic mode. And again, that's every single one of these, it go into panic mode. Bill Murray did the exact same thing on the third day where he goes into the panic mode. He doesn't know what's going on. He tries to explain it to other people, but other people think he's crazy. Just like in this movie, other people kind of think she's crazy, except for the mm-hmm. one guy that eventually, I don't know. Um, <laughs> and, and, and it's the same thing with Russian Doll. Uh, that movie, or that shows, to me, I feel like that one might beat out groundhog day a little bit even though i love groundhog day to death it's just i think what they did with russian doll was unique but it was also much longer so they had much more time to do different stuff uh, but i yeah, think I maybe in the long run groundhog day is better just because it was basically the first one that everybody remembers and they basically turned groundhog day into a verb oh you groundhog dated it um <laughs> yep but um but then we got into the fourth day where she basically is trying to put these pieces together where, again, just like Groundhog Day, she's just going to do the best she can to figure out who's trying to kill her. And she's just going to assume that she's just going to keep dying until that happens, where you see her die a whole bunch of different times. And then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, finally, I know what I'm supposed to do. I got to be nice and figure out, you know, kill the killer. And then it becomes this like, oh, sweet. Everybody thinks that she's going to get through this day and then it's like no you're back in it again and just like groundhog day it's so formulaic i just i knew everything that was going to happen without knowing what needed to happen yeah i can't argue with that that's everything you just said was true but i thought it was a fun enough journey that and i like the character uh so for that reason i think it still worked for me 
as long as I'm having a good time and entertained, that's enough for me. Even if I know exactly where it's going. She sucked ass in the in the beginning. I hated her. <laughs> I mean, she's definitely being an, an asshole at the beginning. But even then, you can't help but kind of like her. Like, I feel like Jessica Roth is a very good actress. Uh, there still is some kind of charisma to her, even when she's being a dick. Um, I think she's great. She gets even better in the second one. The second one, to me, has more problems than this one. <laughs> but it does have some really great moments. And she, I thought, was spectacular in it. Um, she, honestly, I think is a very good actress. Uh, I was hoping at the time, uh, this movie came out around the same time as Captain Marvel. And I was like, man, they should have got Jessica Roth to play Captain Marvel instead of Brie fucking Larson. <laughs> She would have been so much better. Yeah, I, I think that that would have been a better choice. And not not yeah. saying, but I mean, she just seems like more charismatic and just has actual emotion when she's doing yes. stuff. I mean, when she <laughs> is an asshole, you could tell that she's an asshole. Or when she starts to do those like certain smiles where she's coming out of that, like breaking out of that shell of being an asshole. It's like, okay, you know, I get it, I see it. But Brie yeah. Larson, I can't, I cannot watch anything with her in it. She's nope. awful. I, I wanted to watch uh, Skull Island, but I just can't. <laughs> I can see that. You need like some kind of, you know, like when they blur people out. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're doing obscene things they, on TV. They need That's to, what I need with her. They need to turn Brie Larson and Skull Island into Japanese genitalia. <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> oh, those Japanese. They're so afraid. <laughs> <laughs> we like porn but not the porn part of porn <laughs> um but yeah so basically this movie uh starts off with her opening uh or awakening from a dorm room where she meets up with this guy named carter and she just kind of lives her life after that she like i said she's just kind of addicted to everybody as she's slowly waking up for this, this apparently this crazy party the day, the night before. Um, I'm not going to get into all the details, but she just, you know, like I said, uh, she watches a lot of mundane things happening, and it's because it's part of the setup, because she's going to start using that later on towards the, you know, when she's trying to prove her point. Um, we get yeah, they're mundane, but they're, like, noticeable enough that you're going to notice when you see them happening again. Right, right. Um, so then uh, we, we see a whole bunch of characters. Like I said, we saw Carter and then this Asian kid. She's got a fine yeah. vagina. Um, <laughs> and then we see her, uh, her like, house ladies. Yeah, what, what yeah, yeah. Including... Fertility? <laughs> yes. Her fertility, fertility clinics. <laughs> so she, they, we see her She's fertility sisters. She's in a sorority, sisters. and uh, the leader of the sorority kind of is this girl, Danielle, who I thought was pretty good. <laughs> She's got some good funny lines in this movie. I don't know if I laughed once in this movie. Oh, I liked her. This movie's She's not got a comedy shit. for me. It's also not a horror for me either. I don't know what the hell this movie is. I like when uh, like eventually Tree like brings up like I'm having the worst like deja vu, and Danielle just goes like, "Oh, that means someone's thinking about you while they're masturbating." <laughs> happens to me five times a day. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "That's pretty good." So stupid. Um, so <laughs> she does they... like the deaf. She does an impersonation of a deaf person at one point. Oh <laughs> yeah, so. So insulting and NPC, but I loved it. It's true. <laughs> um, so then we also meet her roommate, uh, and then her roommate gives her a cupcake because she secretly knows that it's her birthday. So, uh, you know, just like uh, this chick, she's just an asshole, so she just dumps the cupcake in the garbage and 
just showcasing more of her being an asshole. Uh, she has to hurry up and get to school, though, in which we see the, uh, her doctor, teacher, professor uh, teaching a class where you could tell That's right the there and then. Doctor, teacher, professor. Doctor, teacher, professor. Um, <laughs> uh, he's teaching a class, and you could tell that there's some kind of a <clears throat> chemistry there uh, with eye lookins, looking eyes. Uh, after that she goes to lunch in which she has a conversation with a bunch of her fertility sisters and then the carter kick shows up with a bracelet that she had left in his dorm when she booked it out of there shortly after that she goes to the hospital where she kisses dr teacher professor on the Ooh, they've moved on from eye things to lip things <laughs> to lip things she has to leave there though in a hurry because his wife decides to step in <laughs> unknowingly <laughs> so and then dun, dun, dun. after that she goes back to her uh her house or whatever fertility house and then basically she's just kind of chilling there and uh we see a little kerfuffle with danielle and her again talking about a party that they're supposed to be going to that night little does she know that it's her own surprise party so she gets ready starts walking down the street runs into a group of crazy college kids and sports get up um, what is their the college name? What is it, the Bayfield Babies? <laughs> I guess that's probably their mascot. Yeah, the Bayfield Babies. This must be like a junior college, not like a real university, because I can't imagine anyone actually having that as their mascot. Wow. Uh, it's a very strange looking mascot and, a, and an idea for a mascot, but I do like the mask. It is kind of cool and the creepy. The mask is cool, but it's so not practical for a college. I mean, it's cool for a movie, but... Oh, whatever. So the Bayfield Babies yeah. uh, college kids are walking around, and she kind of bumps through them, and she uh, heads underneath a bridge, and when she finds a music box, and behind her is a killer, and she tries to get away. <laughs> and then she almost does, but then the killer kills her. She wakes <laughs> up, and here we are groundhogging it. Um, so... I'm not going to explain all the days all over again, but obviously, like I already said, it basically just follows a, a formula where every single day she's reliving the same stuff. All those same things are happening at the car alarm, the sprinkler. Mm -hmm. We've got a bunch of different things that she's noticed the day before happening again. So as the she worst goes, fucking ringtone ever that we have to hear every day, like that's the first thing I would have done every time I woke up was turn it on fucking vibrate. <laughs> so I have to hear that ringtone ever again. Yeah, that's pretty awful. But uh, the one, one thing that I, don't like was she has a pretty good sized conversation with uh carter in the room for the first two mornings where you know he's talking about her folded pants and you know you you know you were pretty wasted the night before do you remember my name and she's just like give me some tylenol gives him some tylenol she drinks some water she takes her shirt off she puts a new shirt on and then she's like well <laughs> I, I know where you're going. going and then the asian kid pops in so <laughs> Long period of time. The, after that, though, no, fuck, Jesus. She wakes up that Asian kid's in minute, the very first minute. Yeah, like I, do I not, noticed that as well. I do not like that part. The, the continuity right there is completely out the window. And that's the only thing I feel like maybe that happened with the continuity, where that was the only thing that was yeah. rushed. I, well, hmm. I mean, maybe. Well, everything they, was maybe it was rushed the after way they that. edited it, but. Yeah, <laughs> I could see that. But maybe that day, like, it actually did take her longer to wake up or something, you know? Maybe there's just, they're trying to trim it down so that things will flow better as a movie. 
I don't know. But yeah, but it does kind well, of create I, a little bit of continuity. Flub. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I completely understand why they did it because there's no reason for her to just stay in there every time she's going out and trying to investigate who this killer <laughs> is. Um, but it's, it is weird because there is a good sized conversation between her and Carter, which is fine. I like that because you get the chemistry between them. But those, <laughs> like, day, I think it was day three, four. Where she just like almost books it right away because she's obviously she's like panicking at this at this point. She's just like, I don't yeah, know what's going shaky. on. So she, <laughs> you know, she just grabs her stuff with his T-shirt still on her, and she'll just book it. And that Asian kid is there every damn time, seconds after she wakes <laughs> up. Um, and of yep. course, everything follows in suit. Then still for the rest of the day, the weird emo guy that's walking up, the girl who's trying to save the world, the sprinkler, the car alarm, all that stuff is still happening as if she did have that longer conversation with Carter. Anyways. Um, yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, so it could definitely throw you off a little bit. Yeah, it's strange, but whatever. I get it. it, it you can't just have a huge conversation every morning, but yeah. <laughs> uh, eventually she does have a conversation with Carter explaining to him about all of this stuff that is going on. Um, he, is very apparently open-minded <laughs> yep. and just almost believes her right on the spot. They come up with a plan to basically, well, you know, they do do the thing where it's like, you know, there's the sprinkler and she points and, you know, oh, that was later. No one that was the second happen. time that happened. The first time there was none of that. Um, I yeah. think there may have been a conversation, but the second time it was when, um, oh man, because she said to him that morning, your plan sucked. Yep. But that was the morning where she said, there's the sprinkler, there's this, because he runs back up to her and says, hey, tell me what, what's your story? What's the story? But there was a time before that when they actually came up with the plan to just basically mm-hmm. live every single night uh, yeah. to try to do well, the best. Maybe they, they they cut to the kind of them having lunch and talking about it. So maybe in between then she did a really good job of <laughs> demonstrating. Or he's just very open-minded. <laughs> um. But yeah, so she, uh, hmm, I put some candy in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Blocked out everything in your brain. <laughs> mm. Oh, God. Yeah, she, she kind of explains it to him. Uh, he's very into it. And he kind of says, well, hey, it sounds like you have unlimited chances to solve your own murder. And she starts to realize, oh, yeah, I guess I do. So they start to try to make a list of everyone who might have motive to try to kill her. Uh, but apparently it's a very long list. <laughs> Because she's been such an asshole to everyone. Uh, but then she st- slowly starts to go down the list and try to eliminate people, uh, which some of it, some of this part is cool and fun. One part I really don't understand every time I've seen this movie is the part with Danielle, where basically, like, she sees yep. some invitation in Danielle's stuff and is like, oh, it's you. And then, like, they start fighting and la- end up in the street, and a bus ends up hitting them both. How does that? rule danielle out of anything (laughs) yeah i I didn't understand that either that was obviously just getting hit by a bus that's nothing to do with the killer so that could have been her for all you know it turns out it's not but (laughs) but still see how that rules her out as a suspect i don't even know um but yeah so we see all these weird different ways that she dies and all that fun stuff um so then one morning though she wakes up when she's basically crossed everybody off she doesn't even know who else She's been mean to at this point, and, and her list isn't as long uh, when she actually yeah. starts to go through. Isn't that like the Uber driver on there? Yeah. I guess she or the tiny girl she spit on mentally. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah. So basically, one morning she wakes up, and apparently every single time she dies, 
she's getting weaker. Now, this part also doesn't make sense because every time she dies after this, she's just fine. But this one time, this one time, she's definitely getting, and she got weak. She passed out. Uh, they brought her to a hospital where apparently it's already nighttime, and she is uh, uh, apparently, according to the doctor, should be dead with all this yeah. scar tissue and all <laughs> this kind stuff. of yeah accumulating all these injuries from all of her different deaths that are some kind they're not like fully there but they kind of accumulated the scar tissue from them so um she books it out of the hospital and escapes and finds a car because the killer's after her in the hospital she finds a car books it down the highway a cop pr- pulls her over she says yo oh yeah i'm drunk yeah put me in a jail i'm drunk i'm high i'm all this <laughs> stuff the cop says all right sure and okay so puts her in the back of the yeah. car she says thank you to the cop as she he shuts the door and then the killer uh rams him with his car i have so many other questions with that but uh rams him <laughs> with the car and then the cop's dead and uh the killer blows her up so now she's uh she, the next day i think she's just uh this is when she decides to talk to the kid again and starts explaining everything, and he or she notices on the TV, John Toombs. John Toombs. Oh, <laughs> it's a very I, ominous name. I couldn't believe it the whole time. I was like, "There's no way." I I was expecting maybe Danielle, or maybe uh, it was Tim, but John Toombs. That's who it was. It had yep. to have been. I never saw it coming. Jinkies, I said. So um, she finds. We out. should say John Toombs is like this. You know, murderer who they're keeping in the hospital right now for some reason. I guess he got, you know, injured or something. But he's he's in the hospital, and she's like, oh, he probably broke free and keeps killing me. It's got to yep. be him. So uh, he does break free every night, apparently. And uh, she's like, I need to stop him. And she goes to the hospital, and unfortunately, she's too late this time. Oh, no, she actually – well, she is oh, she, too late, she technically. Does? She, yeah. Um, go ahead. Yeah, John uh, ends up killing Carter because uh, he steps in to try to save Tree. Uh, and so this Tombs guy just snaps his neck and then continues to go after Tree. Um, and she's like, no, uh, she ends up getting a crowbar, I think, and knocking him down and shit. And she's going to finish him off. But then she's like, oh, yeah, like if I don't go back and reset the day, then Carter's just going to be dead forever. So I guess I have to die. So she kills herself. The day starts over. This is the, the moment where she she has a moment of clarity where she's nice to everybody, where she's trying to wrong all the rights or right all the wrongs. They had, a, they had a conversation the, the day before with Carter where you kind of find out that she wasn't always being such an asshole. Like her mom died and they were really close. They shared the same birthday and everything. And since her mom died, she's kind of just, you know, stopped caring and just become this total asshole. And she's not real happy about it, but she's kind of starting to realize maybe I should start to change that. So she does, and she says, you know, does all the nice things that she does during the day. She even goes and visits her dad during her birthday and does yep. all of this stuff. Skipping every other time. Um, so she ends up going to the hospital to go kill John Toombs, which, again, so many questions here, but I'm just not going to get into all this right here. Um, yeah, the questions I had here is, like, she's she's, like – doing all kind of shit like she's fucking with the police and stuff like that like so if you don't reset this day you're going to jail right i was very (laughs) confused then well anyways yeah she basically holds up a cop and says you need to go get help takes his gun he goes and runs and apparently goes gets help 
She goes to go try to shoot John Toombs. John Toombs, it's a whole big old battle, but eventually she ends up killing John Toombs. This is great. Great news. She apparently is off scot-free. Problem solved. Scot-free, <laughs> yeah. she's off. She goes back. For breaking in and killing a murderer, but, yep. I mean, he was under arrest already. Yeah. Nobody knew that he <laughs> was going not... to escape except for her. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so then uh, she she somehow gets off. Goes to the fertility house to go meet up with Carter, and the two of them decide to have the cupcake that her roommate had left. And then she wakes up, and it starts all over again. She realizes she died in her sleep. How? The cupcake. I don't know how she came to that conclusion, but that's the only thing I can think of, and it's the only thing that she can (laughs) I mean, that would make sense. She could have just died in her sleep. Or she just... (laughs) I mean, most college kids die. Aren't like super drunk or something. Don't just die in their sleep. <laughs> she could have just slept and just woke up. And it's just no matter what she did, she just returns to her. She doesn't know mm-hmm. she died. She was sleeping. Yeah. I think she kind of figures that, though. I, I, in, in her situation, I don't think that's too far of a leap. I think I would have assumed the same thing. Well, anyway, she realized it's the cupcake. The cupcake was poisoned. It must have been from her roommate. The roommate had come up with an elaborate plot to try to kill her (laughs) by apparently feeding her this cupcake and watching her die, and hopefully that she got off scot-free somehow. I don't understand any of this. (laughs) So then... Uh, the she's the one who comes up with this huge plan. If you know the cupcake didn't work, so she knew that John Toombs was going to be set uh, sent to uh, the hospital where she was going to let John Toombs go, and then she would go and kill uh, Tree. This would give a mm-hmm. huge, like uh, you know, obviously a motive because it couldn't have been her; it had to have been John Toombs because he just escaped yep. and he's just going out and killing people. So, he's a likely suspect, yeah. Does <laughs> so that make sense? So uh, this all happens, and Tree Tree finds out, and she force-feeds her roommate the cupcake, knocks her out of a window. Again, no, no questions asked, except for apparently a <laughs> cupcake that just was immediately scientifically proven to have poison in it. I don't <laughs> understand. Yeah, I mean, that I'm sure they could... Yeah, you're right. It wouldn't probably be immediate, but... I don't know. <laughs> I'm not you know, sure eventually science. maybe, but I really I mean yeah. that could just be proven, but how do they know that the roommate was the one who was going to give it to her? Because obviously from her point of view, she was just the innocent girl who's going to be a nurse who gets kicked out of a window with a cupcake shoved in her face. Again, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't come up with yeah. a lot of this movie. <laughs> you know who did? You know who wrote this movie? No. Uh Scott Lobdell. Not who was know, a comic book writer. <laughs> oh. uh, he was like the writer on Uncanny X-Men for most of the 90s. And uh, I think after that, he eventually started working for DC. And he's been there for a number of years. But yeah, that was weird. I kept seeing his name in the trailer. I was like, Scott Lobdell? Comic book guy? <laughs> there you go. There's hope for everyone. <laughs> yeah, so that was interesting. So that's the movie. Basically, she wakes up the next day. It is finally Tuesday. And she's ready to go live her life. <laughs> Carter tries to trick her and make her think it's still the same day again. But it's not. <laughs> Finally not. <laughs> um, there was an alternate ending on the DVD uh, where apparently, like, I guess after the whole confrontation with Lori, she is in the hospital and she wakes up and, like, her dad's there and Carter's there and shit. And uh, he's, she's like, oh, okay, you know, hey, I'll see you guys later. And the 
the guy comes in and he's like the, the other doctor, not the doctor she was sleeping with, but this other doctor comes in and he's like, oh, hey, you know, we can't give you any painkillers right now. You're too whatever. So you'll have to just deal with the pain for like a day. She's like, yeah, OK, that's fine. I can deal with the day. But uh, as soon as he leaves, this nurse comes in wearing like a mask and she starts injecting something into her IV. And she's just like, hey, uh, what are you doing? She's, the nurse is like, it's for the pain. And she, she's like, oh, no. Um, the doctor said I couldn't have anything for the pain. And then she takes the mask down, and it's the, uh, the other doctor's wife who's oh. there to kill her. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I like that. That would have been I guess much better writing. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they wanted to make a sequel, and you probably couldn't do that if she was dying on a different day. Or maybe that would have just started it again. Just get a different girl or dude. Like <laughs> having another happy death day too doesn't even make sense for the same person. Like how shitty did she become again? <laughs> well, they, I'll, I'll say this. We'll watch the second one at some point. Um, but it goes in some weird directions. <laughs> it's definitely, it's not just a rehash of this exact same thing again. Um, it takes some, it goes more of a sci-fi route than a horror route. Oh, um, but no. it's it's got some good stuff. Yeah, I'll have to take a look at one of these days. Speaking of yeah. horror movies, though, gonna hard merge into this. I was on uh, the Amazonians yesterday, and I was like, you know what? I want to because I was thinking about uh, yours, Brian, and Nick's little podcast we did a few years ago with the most disturbing movies. And yeah. uh, uh, I was on Amazon. I was like, well, I wonder how much some of these movies are because I already own a Serbian film, and I was like, I wonder what. <laughs> other... <you>. Yeah. <laughs> joy to me um so i was like well i wonder how much the other movies are if they're even on amazon and i found cannibal holocaust and that was surprisingly cheap so i got that and then i was like well what other movies and i was like oh well human centipede it was a little bit more expensive but there's three different movies from an indie you know an indie director so it was 10 bucks a movie uh you can get the full sequence i think for like 28 dollars so i was like you know, that's not too bad. So I got the full sequence, which comes with all the extras and whatnot. Uh, so I got all three of those. And then nice. I was like, what is the movie? I couldn't remember the name of the movie that was my number one. Because I immediately... Oh, is it 120 went, Days of Sodom? No, that was number two. And that one, I'm probably going to ask for, for my birthday or something. Because <laughs> oh. I don't right. know if I want that immediately. <laughs> but then I remembered. It was August Underground. Oh, that I don't even remember that one. What is that one? Uh, I was looking it up yesterday. And I was like, Jesus, <laughs> which one is this? And I knew it was August something. I just couldn't remember the second word. But it was the, the found footage movie of uh, an indie director, basically. Oh, man, he films. He's basically a, a serial killer. So the way that mm-hmm. the film kind of plays out, especially the first one, I got the third one because the other two are almost unwatchable not just because they're really really bad but they're also poorly poorly shot it was like back in 2001 and the kid was just oh, using yeah, a, yeah. a you know one of the like old a VHS camera, camera and shit i don't even know if yeah. it, was, it was like an old school like just terrible quality so uh i i did end up getting the third one i'm gonna regret that but um i do remember <laughs> the first one being worse than the third one man alive man that one's Basically, oh, I, I do remember you talking about this before. He was, uh, he was a found footage uh, director for this, you know, movie where he's trying to take video of all the different like 
serial killer stuff that he's doing. But in between each shot, it's him just living his life as well. Like he'll go out and just do some work in the yard or he'll be out with some friends just kind of drinking and having fun. And then it goes back into him being a serial killer, like not just killing people, but straight torturing them and doing horrible things that, I mean, a Serbian film, Human Centipede, 120 Days of Sodom is also really, (laughs) really rough. Um, but human centipede's bad, but it's like cartoony bad. <laughs> yeah, but it's hard to even get like that. Like, uh, it's just a weird premise. <laughs> the first one I think is more realistic, where the second one takes more of an artsy fartsy approach to it. But doing the second whole one to me one. is the, like the grossest. That one gets fucking gross. That one is gross, but it's like I don't know. I they're the first two are definitely the worst. Where the, the third one is the cartoony <laughs> one. Up. <laughs> that one's just bonkers. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, anyways. But yeah, when you watch those movies, it's like, okay, yeah, it's obviously just people doing movies. But this is almost like a snuff film. <laughs> like, it's bad. I see bad. that being disturbing, yeah. Um, and I, I There's don't, a like, more disturbing than Adam Sandler's click. N- no. <laughs> that one is Nothing. very sad. Nothing's more disturbing than Adam Sandler's <laughs> click. Um, or, uh, but yeah, I ended up uh, uh, getting myself uh, August Underground. Uh, it's Penance, which is the third one, which is actually shot with an HD camera. Uh, I also got Cannibal Holocaust, and then I ended up getting Human Centipede. But two movies that will probably be on my radar soon enough is going to be 120 Days of Sodom, which, Jesus, that one's also <laughs> very, very rare. Have you seen that one yet? No, never did. I've heard tons of descriptions, and it just sounds not fun to get through. Man, that one... <laughs> so it's like every damn part of that movie is just insanity. <laughs> like they're not supposed to preach or do anything with religion in the movie. And there's one scene in the movie where a girl—I uh, can't remember exactly what happens to her—but she's like, "Oh God, help me!" And because she uses God's name, um, she has to now pay for it. So the director or the president of this like weird club uh, takes a, a dump right in the middle of the floor and she has to then go eat it. <laughs> <laughs> You're watching her eat the poop. Just like being back at Tobin. <laughs> Man, this movie's so crazy though. Uh, that's a, um, but yeah, 120 days in Sodom. I want uh, eventually and then martyrs, but the French version, I don't want the new oh, one. Yeah. I don't, the new one's not as good. Well, I mean, yeah, they're both terrible I watched, movies. I watched the French one. Yeah, the French one's pretty no. crazy. Yeah, that is a fucked up movie for sure. Yes, yes it is. But yeah, <laughs> this is a, uh, so I want, eventually, and it'll be on my radar, uh, Martyrs, 120 days, of so- or 20 days of Sodom, and then uh, Dead Alive. Those are three oh, yeah. movies that I need to... I need to watch Dead Alive. <laughs> I oh. should have watched it at the fucking disc. Uh, what was I think? Yeah, I know. You, you sucked that one up. Yeah, but it's it's October, so I'm like every time I go to like a Goodwill or whatnot, I'm like, you know, just trying to find those horror movies. I I picked up a few yesterday, which I'm pretty excited about. I found ooh, actually I found one at this weird like used CD store. Um, it's 50 oh, movies of uh the old school stuff, like old old like silent films and whatnot, like the old Phantom of the Opera, Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. Um, all of those movies are on there. Um, I'm really really like the universal ones or like not the, the universal ones. No, kind of this one? is before that. So the Phantom of the Opera. This one I believe was the one that came out in 28 or 29. 
this is the old one with Lon Chaney, uh, not the werewolf Lon Chaney. That's his son. That's Lon Chaney Jr. Lon Chaney was the one who did the original Phantom of the Opera. If you saw his picture, you would immediately know who I'd be talking about. You're like, oh. Nice. Um, but then this has got the Jekyll and Hyde one from the old, old one, not the. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is the Paramount one. So it's it's the one where the where Hyde actually looks more like a monkey than anything else. Um, <laughs> yes. There's a couple other really good movies that I've been watching. Like I've been watching a lot of Cinemassacre the last few days. So like he he's always talking about this stuff. So I was really excited to mm-hmm. uh, find that. That's a super great find because it's got all the like the the old school horror horror stuff in there. So oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, and this fan Do of they the hold opera, up? Uh, I don't know. I just got it yesterday. I haven't I've literally had no time to look at, at any of it yet. Uh, I brought it in last night, um, and then I basically went to sleep shortly after I got home. And this morning, I was doing errands, working on the card game, and now I'm doing podcast time. So I will be hopefully <laughs> watching Fan of the Opera tonight. That's my goal. Sweet. Yes. Wonder. So I'm guessing that's not a musical, right? <laughs> no, that one's not a musical at all. Well, because it, that one's a silent film. So that Phantom of the Opera, oh no, yeah, definitely not. Was originally shot in I, I believe it was 21, and then it came out. Uh, they did like a revision of it in 25, and that's crazy. That was almost almost 100 years ago. Wow. 21. Yeah, yeah, 21 was when they originally first shot it, and that one's all silent, uh, all silent film. Um, and then 25, they did a revised version, and uh, the, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, James Rolfe was talking about some really cool stuff in uh, the revised version. Nice. But it's like a, a mashup of uh, the two versions, which is crazy. The different angles and different like uh, scenes and different shots and different takes. I was like, damn, this movie's just got all sorts of crazy stuff. But yeah, um, but <laughs> oh, yeah awesome. it's October, so you got to get your horror on. Your whore. Yeah. <laughs> My whore. Do you oh. know what uh, movie you want to do next week? Oh, I was thinking about it, actually. Um, I know it was going to stick with Halloween or scary themes. Um, let me get back to you. I've got a couple in mind. Okay. I was thinking possibly Tremors, but then I feel like you've seen the first one, and that's the one I'd want you to see. <laughs> yep, I have seen the first two. And then I jumped off while the getting was good. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I just got the blob, the 88 version of the blob. Oh, nice. So we might be able to jump into that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, but yeah, I'm down I think I've only seen like parts of that on TV like way back in the day. <laughs> Never the entire thing. Well, we can do that. Oh, dude, I found Lake Placid. <gasps> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God. <laughs> One, is it as good as Lake Placid versus Anaconda? That, that movie is awful. Um, <laughs> Lake Placid. Uh, my one fear, well, besides rats, is uh, the unknowing, mainly in water. I not knowing what's underneath <laughs> yeah. me scares the bejesus out of me. So, like, movies like Jaws or, like, Lake Placid, and I'm not afraid of the ocean. I'll jump in the ocean. I'm not I'm definitely not afraid of water. I'll do that. But, like, for some reason, <laughs> just the murkiness has always, always gotten to me. Like, if I go deep in the water and I might touch something with my foot, Oh my god! I will jump out of there so quickly. <laughs> yes. Um, so like Lake that must Placid. be why you're also afraid of tremors. <laughs> They're coming from below. Yeah, <laughs> they get me every time. Um, but yeah, Lake Placid. I remember when that came out, and I was just like, oh god, this movie's just intense because they do the same thing as Jaws. You don't really see the uh, the crocodile or alligator, or whatever the hell it is, 
um, right away. It's always kind of like a mystery. It's like, oh, you're always seeing bodies or stuff. So it's the unknowing. Obviously, we know it's a crocodile, but oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like you're living under a rock, you know, it's a, <laughs> it's a crocodile. Uh, but yeah, I found it at a Goodwill yesterday. I can't find it at all anywhere. On uh, Amazon, it's just the Region 2. Really? So, yeah, man. I've been looking for That's it then insane. at like FYE. And they don't have it. I'm like, God damn it. I just want Lake Placid. They got the Lake Placid versus Anaconda. I was like, I don't want that one. That one's ass. I don't understand why they won't put certain movies out on like new DVDs. They're just like, oh, we made as many as we're going to make. We're never doing it again. Like, <laughs> why? I don't know. People will buy them. Oh, I you did don't have also, to make more than. I did pre order uh, Three from Hell as well. So hopefully. Oh, shit. Next week. When does that come out? Uh, the 15th or 16th 15th it comes out tomorrow tomorrow yeah we could probably talk about that next week then yeah definitely do a little synopsis for sure i should have it because saturday i should be pretty open uh i just have to take my cat to the vet and we'll go from there sweet yeah in uh in non-horror movie news i'll be seeing jay and silent bob reboot tomorrow oh Uh, and then also again on thursday and Thursday, it's a double header with the old one. Yeah, Strikes Back. I heard he was doing Silent that. Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh, I'm so excited. I, I'm dying to see that movie on the big screen again. Well, I'm excited for you. <laughs> I know. No one cares, but I care. I like it a lot. Even Kevin Smith said, I, I know that nobody cares. This movie was just for me and Jay. <laughs> or Jason Mewes. I mean, maybe this one will be, but Strikes Back is a classic. I tried to get rid of it. I put it in the office for almost a year, and nobody took it, so I just took it back. <laughs> That's a blasphemy. I swear to God, it was. I brought in a whole a bunch of. <laughs> I brought in a whole bunch of DVDs, and that was the only one that sat there after a month, and it stayed there for a year, and nobody touched the movie. I was like, Jesus! I forgot this was even still it's here. Probably. The movie I've seen more in my life than any other movie. Hmm. I can't even think of what movie I've seen more than any other. Oh, probably Twister. I've seen that movie to death. I love that movie. And probably <laughs> Little Man, Monsters. I haven't seen that movie in so long. I need to see it again. Twister? Yeah. Um, like, I probably saw it a couple times in the 90s, and I don't know if I've, if I've seen it since. <laughs> what? I saw that movie in theaters, and I immediately went around the neighborhood trying to collect garbage and... Because I remember uh, back in the day, there, uh, people would like throw out all old computers that didn't work or whatnot. So we would just like garbage snatch all their stuff, and it uh, and didn't it didn't work at all. But I would put it in my room and pretend I was a storm chaser, and I had all these garbage <laughs> computers all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> and it looked like a funnel cloud had gone through there. <laughs> just probably, thrown probably very much it. dead. Like because I, I only had one desk. But the storm chasers had multiple desks. I don't remember what I used as desks, but it was it was a madhouse in there. I if had... a tornado happens to come right through here, I'll be prepared. <laughs> I can't actually chase the tornadoes. I'm just baked. <laughs> I hope they come here. I had uh, I had a like a Logitech uh, laptop thing that basically just told me how or taught me how to spell four letter words. That was my laptop that I would run around the neighborhood basically using to try to chase the tornadoes. 
And then um, <laughs> I had the main computers in my room to really let me know where the things were going to be. All the different keyboards. I probably had more keyboards than I had computers in there. Amazing. <laughs> 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 so funny now that I'm thinking about all this, but <laughs> there was a lot of keyboards. A lot of storm chasing is typing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so true though. Mavis Beacon yeah. is the best resource of any storm chaser. Um eventually we got it on like VHS and I watched the unholy bejesus out of that movie so many times and now I have it on DVD. I still watch it every once in a while. It's such a good movie. Need to see it again. I remember liking it, but I love it. It's been too long. All right, all right. Well, let's do some. Music? Uh, the, yeah, the the last batch of songs for the '80s classic rock tournament. Oh, sweet! Finally there. <laughs> this one's got all some right. weird ones on it that I've basically have never heard of in my entire life. A really? lot of them, yes. <laughs> I can see that. There's some some that are a little out there. But in a good way. <laughs> okay. I'll be the judge of that. Where's my dice? Oh, boy. Oh, hopefully we won't need it on this first one. Uh, our first round one entries here. Okay. We got Home Sweet Home by Motley Crue. Home Versus Free Falling by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Ooh. Probably home That's sweet toughy. home. That's toughy. Because I'm free. Actually, oh, man. I think I I gotta, yeah, I think I got to go free fall. Yeah, I'm going to go free fall. That one's just a great song. Okay. That is a classic right there. Home sweet home good song, but not even I wouldn't even put in probably my Motley Crue top five. Wow. <laughs> I don't even think I would even have a Motley Crue top five. <laughs> <laughs> I just have a Motley Crue trash bin. <laughs> I have a trash bin called Motley Crue. <laughs> but it's got five keyboards connected to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, we got Sharp Dressed Man by ZZ Top versus uh-huh. Dude Looks Like a Lady. Oop, Dude Looks arrow. Like a Lady. Yep. <laughs> you got to go with that dude. Lady. That was Aerosmith at like the peak of their powers right there. Did you say peak of their powers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so powerful. All right. Next up, we got For Whom the Bell Tolls, Metallica's last chance to get in this right. tournament. And who's winning against Versus... this one? <laughs> Photograph by Def Leppard. Oh, God, man. See, this is one I think <laughs> I've heard a little bit before. Well, I wasn't too familiar with this it. This one definitely gets radio play. This one's not that far out there. Oh, okay. I yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. I think I had this one in uh, rock band even. Okay. Yeah, photograph. Oh, all I got is a photograph. I want to touch you. <laughs> <laughs> Just say a nice thing before that line and you'll be fine. <laughs> Would you like some Kool-Aid? I want to touch you. <laughs> hey, I look, I found a raisin. I want to touch you. <laughs> I'm not against it. You can write a whole album of these songs. Uh-huh. And they'd all work. <laughs> all 
All right. Next up, we got a big one here. We got Rock You Like a Hurricane mm. by the Scorpions. It's a good one. Versus I Drink Alone by George Thorogood and the Destroyers. Rock You Like a Hurricane all the way. Yes. No arguments there. <laughs> I don't know why that was a big one. That was just, it was that one. Well, it's not a Titanic matchup, but it's a big song. <laughs> that song's fucking great. It is great. <laughs> all right. Next up, we got your favorite band, you sh- or, uh, ACDC, with You Shook Me All Night Long. Uh-huh. First, In the Dark by Billy Squire. You did that on purpose, didn't you? <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> I'm going to go You Shook Me All Night Long. I'm going to go You Shook Me All Night Long. Yes, you're doing it. You're coming around. That's a good song. You can't even deny that. I'm going to deny it. <laughs> I don't know how you cannot like that song. I don't know how you can like it's classic. Like fingernails on a chalkboard. I just don't get it. Jimmy! <laughs> <sighs> It's <laughs> a pretty good impression. You could be their next singer. <laughs> I hate it so much. All right, go ahead. <laughs> All right, next up we got Just a Gigolo by David Lee Roth. Versus, I mean, this is this is going to kill it, but Holy Diver by Dio. Holy Diver. Yep. <laughs> no arguments there. Which that is now... We've got Holy Diver, and I don't know how exactly you're doing it, and you better not fucking change it, Kevin. And Rock You Like a Hurricane <laughs> have right now sandwiched Shook Me All Night Long. Both of those are better than Shook Me All Night Long. So go <laughs> ahead. Let's see. You better you better not change the order of anything. I have not changed any orders. <laughs> the orders are what they are. Uh, so we've got Kiss Me Deadly next by Lita Ford versus, ooh, Still the Night by Whitesnake. See, those two I'd never really heard before. I mean, I heard them. I like when both I of these, list, but... but. Still the Night for me is that's going to be my winner. The fucking bridge on that song is amazing. Like, it gives me chills when, like, those violins, like, kick in and shit. I'm like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> yeah, let's do that then. Because the other one I didn't like as much, and Still of the Night seemed probably more of my, I guess, my style. <laughs> as much as any of them are. <laughs> this is my style. <laughs> I like Kiss Me Deadly. I guess I might be alone on an island on that one. You are. I know I know. the other day on the LCS Hockey Show, Larry was like, I was going to listen to that, but then I saw Lita Ford, and I was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, looking at her fair. right now. And she looks like <laughs> a bum. A bum crack whore. <laughs> <laughs> phone crack horse can make good music too and good money <laughs> and our final matchup of this round we've got weight by white lion versus hot for teacher hot for teacher van Halen. yeah i'll have to agree on that one you have to it's, it's, it's legally <laughs> the teacher is so hot a doctor teacher professor doctor teacher professor <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's hot for them. I've got a British accent. <laughs> Let me touch All you. Right. <laughs> oh, my wife's coming. Just a quick feel, then. 
Top of the morning, <laughs> wife. Top of the morning. <laughs> All right, round two. We got Free Fallen, Tom Petty versus Dude Looks Like a Lady. Oh, these are two classics, right? Dude here. looks like a lady. Yeah, I really, I can't even argue that. <laughs> Dude looks like a lady's great. That uh, Aerosmith album is one that my dad had, I think, on tape. Might have been record, but I want to say it was a tape. And he played the shit out of that when I was a kid. Something wrong with that. So like that and Ragdoll, like a lot. I heard those songs a lot. All right, next up we got Photograph versus Rock You Like a Hurricane. Look at this photograph. Every (laughs) time I do it makes me laugh. Uh, Rocky like a hurricane. <laughs> Jam you nickel back for working your way into this challenge. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Going to rock you like a hurricane. Nickel back. All right. All know. right, here it is. The one you've been waiting for. You shook me all night long versus Holy Diver. Holy Diver. Because you yeah, can see we, his stripes we do have and to you know his clean. <laughs> Finger the tiger. <laughs> I mean, we need at least one Dio song, and this is the most popular one by far. Yeah, I this used, is a great song. We used to do a cadence to this when we were running, uh, when I was playing Army. And <laughs> really? Yeah, there was one guy who would, you know, just announce it just like cadence. He's like, holy diver! And then everybody would scream, holy diver! <laughs> And then, especially like, ride the tiger. And everybody say, ride the tiger. You can see his stripes, but you know he's clean. <laughs> like, everybody would just scream the word clean. That's so good. Now I want to join the army. This is my across the universe. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you. By the way, I was listening to uh, this a podcast called the film vault and uh, one of the guys was talking last week about how he finally saw across the universe and he uh, he's like a big beatles fan and he was like i don't know who this movie is for <laughs> this was fucking terrible <laughs> oh he was like if you're not a beatles fan i don't think you're gonna get the references but if you are a beatles fan you're gonna be just mad that you're hearing these terrible versions of these songs <laughs> Uh, some of them are bad, but some of them are amazing. I, I will agree with them. Not all of the songs are done super well, and some of them don't make any sense. But there's some amazing versions in there. Like "Let It Be" is. Mm, I'm not saying that any of these are better than the original, except for maybe "Let It Be" because that song is so. I, I've said this to everybody. You somebody's got to play that shit at my funeral. The "Let It" or the "Across the Universe Let It Be" version. I need that black lady just singing. Let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. If you die before me, I'm going to slip in and put on an ACDC CD instead. You better not. For those about to rock. Because guess what will happen? You'll be right after me then. I will have my assassin crew ready and willing to kill anyone. (laughs) Who puts that trash on? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got one more round up here. We got Still of the Night by White Snake versus Hot for Teacher. 
Uh, well, easily hot for teacher. Oh, I'm going still of the night. I guess this is where we need the dice. Really? <laughs> it's so good without needing the dice. But yeah, I mean, even just for the sake of I, I was putting the list together. I think we got like probably three or four Van Halen songs in this thing already. That's uh, that shouldn't put it against them. They make good music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if one of them had to go, I'm like, I'm OK with this being it. <laughs> I do, do like Hot for Teacher, but... Oh, well, we're rolling the dice because still, I've never even heard of that song until today. So, all right. Uh, what are you calling? Evens or heads? Uh, <laughs> tails. <laughs> uh, I'll go odd. I'm going to go even then for hot for teacher. Two, <laughs> baby! Burr, 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 burr. Oh, Sorry, White Snake. I tried to help you. They should have just made better music. That's not, not my fault. That's not your fault either. They should have made better music. It's no one's fault but White Snakes. <laughs> Take that. What's his name? Oh, I can't think of that guy's name. Their singer. I can't either. Lane something? <laughs> oh, well. All right, we got to pick an honorable mention. We got our runner-up. I guess you could call it. The wild. Uh, we got Jesus Like a Lady, Rocky Like a Hurricane, Holy Diver, and Hot for Teacher. Uh, we'll do Hot for Teacher here. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Well, since we've done all the rounds, I am now going to send you a picture of all the runners-up that we have so far. Okay. We will choose which ones... Are going into the tournament. Uh, I guess we'll do this like a draft for the first two. Uh, so like you pick one, I pick one, you pick one, I pick one. And then the fifth spot, we'll just kind of have to figure out something. <laughs> okay. We'll just have to compromise. All right. That should be coming through. Um, let's see. What do we got here? Got the, most of the list here together. Let's see who's got the most. Well, that picture sends. I've received it. Two Ozzy. Got two Journey. Got, uh, let's see, Van Halen's got one. How many have you got to pick? Three. Um, basically two. So, like, I'll let you go first, then I'll pick one, then you pick one, then I'll pick one, and then we got to compromise for the fifth one. Mm, okay. We'll roll the die. <laughs> yeah, maybe. If it comes to that. Or we settle it the old-fashioned way and get pistols. All right. Well, I know which two you're probably going to go for, for sure. <laughs> um, you know one of them, for sure. Yeah, well, Say I know that. one of them. Yeah. Oh, I feel like <laughs> I know two of them, for sure. All right. Well, I'm going to go with mine. I'm going to go with Hold On Loosely. Okay. That one's in. All right. I will definitely go with the obvious one, Final Countdown. Yep. I knew you were going to go for that one. It's my winner for the whole tournament in my book. Mm-hmm. I should go. say for the, rec- the other ones we have, we have Mr. Roboto, The Stroke, Rock of Ages, Runaway, Girls, 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 Turn Up the Radio, and Hopper Teacher. I'm going to go turn up the radio for my second one. 
Ah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> You're doing that just to rub salt in the wound. No, which one was that? Which one that be? <laughs> oh, really? That's the one that did it? Why yeah. is it all the way down at the bottom? Oh, they weren't in any order. I had oh. like eight different pieces of paper and was just kind of going through them as I found them. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, no, turn off the radio is great. It's okay. It's no ace of spades. Turn up the radio. It's a better, way better song than Ace of Spades. Ace of Spades is amazing. Holy gang. <laughs> <laughs> I would listen to Ace of Spades 400 times a day, except my voice can't take it. Because I have to do the Lemmy like growl the whole time. I hate that song so much. If you like to gamble, I tell you how you like <laughs> <laughs> and says, and to Kevin, that sounds good. <laughs> it's so much fun to do. <laughs> that that song right there proves that ACDC is also ass. Just bad because they're both terrible singing. It just sounds bad. <laughs> Sounds like a bunch of babies. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's your next one? Oh, all right. Um, hmm, this is tough. Uh, let's see, which one should I go with? Uh, man, um, I think I'm gonna. T- oh. Stuck between two of them. I guess I will go with the stroke. Wow. What's how's that one go again? Oh, this is that weird masturbating stroke song. Stroke man, stroke man. <laughs> it's not even about masturbating, but it is to me. <laughs> <laughs> it is when I make it my anthem. <laughs> During my alone times. <laughs> All right, so we've got five left. We need to pick one of them. How does Mr. Runaway go again? Uh, it's the Bon Jovi uh, keyboard one. With the, Ooh, she's a little runaway. Oh, yeah, that might be the one. That is her learn fast on the things she couldn't say. Mm, either that or Rock of Ages for me. Yeah, Rock of Ages is the one. other one I was torn between. Let's do Rock of Ages then. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's a great song. Give it to me, baby. <laughs> oy vey, oy vey. <laughs> all right. Well, we've got all of our nominees. Uh, we'll put these in a bracket, and we will do this soon. Um, I guess next week, do you want to do uh, a Sum 41 playlist? Oh. A whole playlist? Or just a CD? <laughs> Well, you know, their usual playlist thing where we come up with 20. Where we come up with 20. <laughs> we each have our top 15s and then... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do that. And, uh, That's right. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. That thing, the jigger. We got to come up with so, 15? Uh, 15 and then, you know, the five runners up. Right. Okay. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. All Some right. 41. Good pull. I, wonder what, I don't even know what some 41 songs you even like, except for the stuff that's on that, uh, what is it, No Killer, All Filler, or whatever it is. All Filler, No Killer. Yeah. I think, I mean, I've been looking at it. I don't know if there's going to be as many from that one as as I you know would have expected back in the day. 
Wow. I honestly do not think I know what songs you would even put on your list. So I'm actually <laughs> kind of interested in seeing how you do with this one. Because yeah. I know I definitely got my favorites, some 41 songs. I also know that some 41 is a band that you do not want to listen to while mowing the lawn. <laughs> Why? You just get really bored. <laughs> That's how people lose toes. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> they zone out listening to some 41. So hard. So hard to zone. <laughs> Blink-182, Green Day 77. Eat your heart out. <laughs> all the bands have numbers in them. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, well, do I have a quick time for a quick uh, board game? Yeah, for sure. Sweet. So, real quick before I talk about the board game, just before we started, uh, I saw this little thing from GameStop that apparently Martin Scorsese said. Did you hear about this news? <laughs> yeah i mean last week there was something he said and then i guess he doubled down this week <laughs> even more so <laughs> i wasn't even going to bring that up in winners and losers because i don't even care anymore but yeah it's it's a thing i guess i can see where he's coming from but at the same time people are enjoying oh well what he said basically was is marvel movies are like an amusement park and not cinema and i feel like maybe i can see where he's coming from but at the same time it's still something that a lot of people, a lot, millions of people seem to like to put on and watch and enjoy. And I feel like whatever you can do, you shouldn't bash people who are watching movies, regardless if you yeah. think they're bad or good. It's something that just brings them into, I guess, in lack of a better word, that hobby. It's the same thing with like board games. You shouldn't just bash, you know, different board games because a lot of people will find enjoyment out of it and whether you like it or mm-hmm. not. So I'm, I'm not one to usually always jump on people for that stuff, but I feel like if you want people, whether you think it's good or bad for the hobby, it's something that's still in the hobby that you enjoy, like filmmaking and creating. Still keep doing your thing. Apparently, Martin yeah. Scorsese can make amazing movies, so just keep doing your thing, and you'll still have all your fans still watch your movies, and you can have your cinema movies. But for Marvel, and I don't like a lot of them, and some of them are okay, and then some of them are really good. I mean, I can see where he's coming from. They are like giant amusement <laughs> parks because they're these giant epic uh special effect busts i don't know i don't know what else to say <laughs> bursts of like enjoyment that everybody seems to have but it it does follow a story and it's something new that nobody's ever seen with this huge 22 movie universe so yeah I, I get it i can see where he's coming from but i also wouldn't bash him or bash marvel or bash any of the fans or anything like that I think the word choice is just a little bit weird. Like if it's playing in a cinema, it's cinema. <laughs> Don't be so exclusionist to be like, oh, no, that's not a real movie. Like it's all movies. It may not be your thing. It may be something you don't respect at all, which that's fine. That's your opinion. But to say it's just not even a movie, like that's that's stupid. <laughs> You're going a little too far. Right. You could definitely say it's not my thing for sure, but. I'm a to guy. To not even recognize it as a thing. I'm a guy because <laughs> I have a penis. And that's a girl because she has a fine vagina. But for me to go up to a, a, a transitioning individual and say that they're a, a female when they have a penis, that's fine. <laughs> they can, 
I could say that. I could say you're a guy because you have a penis. I don't care. But Martin Scorsese going up to a movie that's clearly playing at the movies and saying that's not a movie, that doesn't make any sense. That movie clearly has a penis. Yeah. And it just it is weird to me that everyone like is just like, oh, they don't make anything except comic book movies anymore. When really there's what, five to ten comic book movies every year out of like 200 movies that get some kind of theatrical release. It's really not that many. It just happens to be that those are the ones that make money. But it's not like they don't show these other movies. Right. They're there. People can go. Hey, Martin Scorsese. <laughs> hey, can you do me a favor? Just make good movies. Like like White Snake. <laughs> hey, White Snake, make good music. <laughs> just do it. And I mean, it sounds like it. Uh, Martin Scorsese's Irishman that's coming out on Netflix soon. Sounds like it's amazing. Apparently, it's gotten like the best reviews ever. <laughs> People are saying it's a fucking instant classic. So I'm glad. I can't wait to watch it. It can't be that good. It's coming out on Netflix. so <laughs> And it's three and a half hours long. Oh, well, I'm definitely not going to watch that one. Don't even think about choosing <laughs> that movie, because if it's three and a half hours long, I'm not interested. <laughs> Damn. And if you do watch that, I will watch something else like Snatch instead, where it's a bunch of Irish guys. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> I watched a movie called The Great Potato Famine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. So the board game that I want to talk about this week is uh, sticking with the theme of horrors. I don't have I talked about horrified at all on here. I think I may have just told you, but I don't think I talked about it. Uh, Yeah, I can't remember if you did or not. Um, But basically, it's a universal uh, universal monster movie board game in which it's a cooperative game and you will be choosing one person. Um, and not a monster, but like basically, uh, we'll just call them heroes or like the main people of the movie. And each one of them has a special ability and you will get four actions. And those actions are to do the best you can to try to defeat the monsters. Some of them you have to, uh, kind of, oh man, what are they called? Some kind of a citizen or something like that. Or, uh, I don't remember, but there's random people that'll just show up on the board. What'd you say? Peasants. Maybe peasants. Some (laughs) Some of them look like peasants. Yeah, but uh, basically, uh, like Renfield's one of them, and it's just all these people that'll show nice. up on the board, and you're doing the best to keep them alive, um, because if the monsters kill them, then that uh, that raises their threat meter, and once the threat meter gets all the way to a certain number, then you lose the game. Uh, during the game, you'll also be trying to uh, uh, destroy different things that the monsters have associated with them, and every monster is completely different. So like Dracula, you have to go around killing uh, or destroying all of his coffins before you can actually go and ram a stake into Dracula. And yes, you use stakes to kill Dracula. Um, then, <laughs> what if you try to use a stake on like the creature from the Black Lagoon? Uh, completely different mechanics for the creature of Black Lagoon. So you need to uh, ride a boat all the way to his cave in which once you do that, then you can finally kill him by using, I don't remember, but a couple different objects. Uh, where the Bride of Frankenstein and Frankenstein, you're trying to get them to fall in love to make them human again, and then you, and then you can kill them because they're weak. Of course. Um, <laughs> uh, the mummy is pretty fun because you got to uh, arrange these scarabs in certain orders, and if the mummy hits you, it kind of messes up some of the order before you can actually get to them or kill them or whatnot. Um, you got to find a formula for the wolf man to bring him back, uh, turn him back into a man. So there's all sorts of different stuff with the, uh, the monsters, which is really cool and unique. So every single time you play the game, you're not going to play with all the monsters. 
Uh, depending on how hard or easy you want to make it, you'll play with a certain number. Um, but yeah, it seems like it's a super fun game. A lot of people are comparing this to possibly Pandemic, where Pandemic is the most popular co-op game that's, I don't know, probably ever existed. Um, but a lot of people are saying that this is better. And I will hmm. jump on that train. This, to me, has a lot more theme than Pandemic does. Pandemic pastes their theme on. It's a neat idea where basically you're a bunch of like scientists or people trying to help out by trying to find cures for a disease. But on the board itself, it's just these cubes, and then you see a map of the world. And that's it's just the, 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 the spread of that disease is these little cubes. But in the actual Horrified game, you are a person not a pawn. You're actually, you look at your person trying to fight these monsters and it's thematic because you're getting these different items to do so. You'll be using the items in different ways. So like I said, uh, destroy the coffins or try to make formulas with these items. Um, but you're watching the monsters getting closer to you or going after these, uh, I don't know, these citizens, these random like people that are in the world as well with you guys. Yeah. And the map is absolutely beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful game. Uh, the artwork's incredible. I'm hoping there's an expansion. I'm not going to lie. This is like one of the games I'm really hoping. I would love to see more monsters or even more people. Um, I'm hoping for an Abbott and Costello. Uh, I thought that that <laughs> was in there. Somebody spoofed me a few weeks ago. I hope they're monsters. I hope so, too. <laughs> just to find a way to kill Abbott and Costello. Um, but, yeah, the game is just a super fun game. Um, you can play it solitaire if you'd like. You could just be one person just running around, or you can try to control two different people and try to kill the monsters that way. It's just a super fun game. Um, I really enjoy it. This is the kind of game where I see you putting just more and more different kind of monsters or different maps. Like you could see probably a Haddonfield map and have to fight Mike Myers or like Elm Street map. Yeah. So I can I can see the game going that direction. I don't know if that's what they'll do because I know that this company has the universal license because just before they uh, released Horrified, they released Jaws, and that's obviously in the same uh, universal franchise umbrella i guess you can say so um i don't know how much more they're going to be able to put more monsters in unless it is like the phantom of the opera or you know hunchback or Maybe the blob do they have the blob i don't think they have the blob no. shockingly um, do that but yeah i think getting a lot of that stuff i would love the blob i would absolutely love that yeah uh, give me any of those i'll be happy with that but yeah i mean horrified is an amazing game you could find this game at target uh, that's where I found it. Um, this game is sold literally everywhere now. Uh, they, finally, the uh, your friendly local gaming stores have it now. Target was an exclusive for a while. It was a, a timed exclusive, um, so they finally started releasing them to the you know the other like board game stores. So you can find it there if you wanted to. But yeah, I mean this game is a lot of fun and it's getting some amazing hype and rightfully so. I think it's a perfect like gateway game for. People who are just getting into board games or just wanted to start playing board games or even just getting into cooperative games. It's a super fun game. Mm. I really like it a lot. Horrified. Nice. Yeah, I want to play that one. That uh, sounds cool. It's super fun, dude. Okay. I need um, it in my life. Wins, or winners and losers. Yeah, this week's winners and losers. Fortunately, not a lot of winners this week. <laughs> a lot more losers than winners. So it hasn't been a good week. For the world at large. Uh, so let's just do the winners real quick. Uh, we got the first one is the the life and career of Robert Forrester. Uh, Robert Forrester died last Friday. Um, he's a you know an actor you've probably seen in a lot of things. Um, I know him mostly from like the movie Jackie Brown. 
Uh, he was also was in Breaking Bad, including he was also made a little bit of an appearance in that El Camino movie. They just came out literally the same day he died, which is just weird. <laughs> um, such a strange coincidence. Uh, he was also on the latest season of Twin Peaks, The Return. Um, they didn't get the original sheriff back, so they had his brother uh, played by Robert Forrester, who I guess Robert Forrester was supposed to play the sheriff originally, but he couldn't do it because of some other pilot that he was doing at the time. Um, so they went and got Michael Onkeen, who they ended up going with for the show. So it kind of came full circle where he actually got the chance to do it. Um, he just seems like a really nice dude, too. It seems like everyone has great things to say about him. Uh, it's very sad that he's no longer with us. But his career and his life, because it seems like he touched a lot of people, even like James Gunn. He's just like, yeah, like Robert Forrester and me just hung out and he would like give me a, like, you know, suggestions on what to do with my career and stuff like that. Like he was just a good dude. So very sad, but giving him some thumbs up. I never heard of him until you told me the other day. Yeah, he was he was great. He's he's like this quiet kind of intensity. But not even like an angry intensity. You're just like you're just like that seems like a solid dude, <laughs> hmm. like a, someone who's not gonna fuck you over. So he's just he's very he's very good and subtle, but but a good actor. Nice. Um, next winner we have. Second time they've been in the winner column, Rocket League, uh, for doing this partnership with Stranger Things as a tie-in for Halloween. Um, neither of us have gotten to try it out yet, but in theory. Sounds amazing. <laughs> I will say, have you seen any of the items that they are uh, pooping out for this one? Uh, yeah, I saw like the hat. That didn't look that great. But the uh, the skin or like the paint job that looks like Hopper's car or Hopper's shirt, that looked kind of cool. I like yeah. that one. So this is not just a straight up Stranger Things uh, release. Basically, they do these seasonal events where the more you play, the more you get what are these tokens. You'll be able to spend mm-hmm. these tokens on different items and whatnot in the game. And this one is a pairing of Stranger Things and Fall. So oh. it sounds cooler than it actually is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so there's like a lot more Fall things than there actually are. Like, uh, Yeah, I think there's probably more Fall yeah. things than there are Stranger Things. Now, there are two things that I'll definitely end up getting for sure, and I'm going to be doing the best I can to play the bejesus out of this game this weekend or today <laughs> and next weekend for sure. Uh, they got a really cool rocket boost, which is the, like the lasers that spell out Stranger Things in the beginning of the show. Whoa, that's awesome. Yeah, so I want those. I want that rocket boost. And then they have a banner oh, yeah. of the Demogorgon, and that looks really cool too. Oh, yes. Um, everything else is lackluster to me. Um, there's You can get a pile of leaves for uh, the top of your car. <laughs> oh yeah that's not so good no uh, um, they got really bad decals um <sighs> i don't know but i'm really really excited to uh play out because they've also introduced a new field where it's got the giant uh mind flare in the background and or at yeah. least from what it looks like on the poster i'm hoping that's from the trailer yeah so I saw I'm, a trailer that kind of seemed like it was going that way, but it looks like it's that barn level, but just in the upside down, I guess. Yes. <laughs> That's what I want. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks really cool. I really want to play in that. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I would say that that's a winner. Yeah, sometimes these events aren't as good as you would think they are, like the 80s TV one, where it's like, oh man, 80s TV, I can't wait. Give me some cool ALF shit. 
And it was just like all wrestling and Voltron, <laughs> which I don't know anyone who watched Voltron in the 80s. And I lived through it. <laughs> I didn't. I watched Power Rangers. <laughs> well, that was 90s. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was such a great show, though. Oh, I love Power Rangers in the early days. They could be a winner this week. <laughs> original episodes of Power Rangers. <laughs> this week and all weeks. <laughs> uh, the big winner for the week, I'm going to give it to El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie. Uh, stayed home from work on Friday just to watch it. <laughs> and it was everything I, I needed it to be. I, I highly enjoyed it. Uh, it's always great to go back into that world. I mean, we kind of still get to do it with the prequel, uh, Better Call Saul. And they do a little bit on that show to show more of a current timeline and what's going on with Saul nowadays. But really not a whole lot post-Breaking Bad. So to actually get some closure on some of that stuff and see what happens with Jesse uh, after we last saw him in the finale, definitely good to see. I highly enjoyed it. Um, it was very well done. Some good uh, surprise cameos and stuff like that. And I liked it a lot. So El Camino, you're nice. the big winner this week. Cool. Yeah. All right. Now on to our myriad of losers. <laughs> uh, this first one, this was a quick one, but apparently there was a story going around last week that Jared Leto was upset about the Joker and why wasn't he asked to be in it and this yep. kind of shit. Like, because you suck. <laughs> Your Joker <laughs> sucks. You can't do any kind of tragic backstory for that character. That's just like a guy who watched too many rap videos, I think. <laughs> That's pretty much about it. It's true. You can't make a serious movie about that. <laughs> he was a poop goober It would have been sure. laughable. <laughs> uh, next up on the Loser Brigade, uh, this one. Okay, so the Joker movies kind of spawned a lot of this. We just see people being like, oh, yeah, we need to like tr change how we deal with mental health in this country. Like, we got to change. We're letting people slip through the cracks and stuff like that. We got to change how we're dealing with it. And it's not that I have a problem with that statement in theory. I mean, it's a good statement. It makes sense. We're clearly not doing everything perfect in this country when it comes to mental health. But the problem becomes when you ask, like, okay, yeah, all right, what should we do? They're just like, well, we've got to do more. Uh-huh. <laughs> but what should we do? And then they have nothing. And then if anything, they'll just be like, oh, you know, need to need more programs. But the programs don't work. <laughs> So what does having more programs work like do for you? I mean, just based off the movie, the, you know, Arthur Fleck was on all kinds of medications. They weren't helping him. Those therapy sessions were not helping him. <laughs> Obviously, that's a movie, not real life. But that happens a lot in real life, too. Yep. So you need some kind of drastic change, I would think, to make any kind of difference. And unless you have an idea for something that's going to bring about that change, like if you've been studying it and you think you've got a real crackerjack plan, that's fine. But if you're just saying it so you can be like, look, mommy, I'm good. I said it's, we should do more <laughs> just so you can feel like a big boy, then fuck you. <laughs> I say better parenting. I've said this from the beginning. <laughs> yep, that's. That's probably the thing that would make the most impact. All right. Next loser. <laughs> it just makes me so mad. Uh, next up, we got Marvel, the MCU. Because <laughs> there keeps being all these articles about, are they going to do an A-Force movie, like an all-female Marvel movie? Yeah, I saw that. 
Which I if they in. do that, they're fucking idiots. Because <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. It makes literally no sense for all those characters to be together, but there to be no men anywhere. It doesn't make sense. They don't even know each other. <laughs> I saw somebody uh, somebody posted on Facebook, and I think almost every single comment was either uh, "This is either a stupid idea." Or I'm okay with the idea as long as Brie Larson's not in the movie. Uh, Even that wouldn't save this movie because there's no reason for them all to be together. Some of them are like from space and shit. They don't have any reason to come to Earth. Don't attack Unless it's Thanos again. (laughs) But there's no reason for all these characters to be together. There's just none. There's no logical way to make that movie. You'd only be doing it so you could make some kind of political statement, which is no reason to make a movie. You make a movie because you've got a good story idea. Agreed. Not because you want to push some agenda. I'll accept the movie as long as they all have penises. <laughs> and I get to see them. But you could never you could never do that. You could never be like, okay, here we go, all male Avengers movie. You couldn't. Because people would crucify you. But if it's all women, then it's okay. Mm, I like that. That's a good point. I don't know why I didn't even <laughs> think of that. Yep. There's always got to be at least, you know, a couple of women on the team. Or at least one. Oh, I've got a but loser nope. for you this week. Just real quick. Oh, I thought that this Yeah, was... go for it. Hold on. Let me see if we can try to pull up the exact thing on Facebook just real quick. Hold on one quick second. <laughs> but it was a, a comment that somebody made on Facebook. Um, do to do. Let's see if I can find it. Oh God, I'm never gonna be able to find it. <laughs> oh, sorry, everybody. I'm doing my best. <laughs> sorry, I've done this to you. <laughs> well, here's a quick one. Yeah. Um, notice this guy. I watch a lot of like movie shows online, and this one guy, um, he kept saying something, and I I don't think he's the only one I've heard say this, but it bugs the hell out of me when people say this. It might be like a New York thing, but he was talking about like you know I was at the grocery store and I was waiting online. It's like, what? <laughs> it's not online. You're not on a computer. You're in line. You're standing in line. You're not waiting online. That would be if you're like, you know, shopping on some grocery site and waiting for the page to load. Like, no, no, no. You're, you're there. You are in line, not online. Don't say online. You, you're being stupid. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Drives me up a wall. So stupid. All right. So I found the thing. So there was a woman who posted a picture of this children's book that just came out. It's a book called If You Give a Pig the White House. And it's a pig in the – basically it's, a, it's Donald Trump with a pig's nose. Um, oh, boy. So this lady says, we need to boycott Barnes & Noble and Target for selling this racist and disrespectful children's book. So that's not – I didn't say anything for that. I mean, that's here and there. I, I don't agree with this children's book at all. But then there's a guy that I used to go in the Army with, and he says, we need to buy all the books from Barnes & Noble. And I said, all right. <laughs> so I jumped in. I said, man, this world is backwards. He says, why is that? I said, well, someone like this, you know, the author of the book, makes this, mm-hmm. obviously against the president, and gets published. But if you go against the grain, you're shunned and accused of hate crimes. Here's my example. I'm a board gamer, and a new fantasy game came out where all the heroes were female. 
I suggested that the designer from the Facebook group, uh, this may sell to a wider audience if one or two of the heroes were male. Maybe the warrior or the paladin could be male. I was labeled sexist. My comment was deleted, (laughs) and I was removed from the group. Freedom of speech is free as long as you don't offend the left. I stand on both sides and see both sides, but these last few years, I truly see both sides. Whether you like (laughs) him or not, it's not who the people voted for. I'm sorry, it's who the people voted for, allegedly, and he is our president. I definitely don't agree with most things he does, but I still respect him as he is our president. He said nothing to my reply. (laughs) Maybe you just educated him so much that he didn't feel the need to. (laughs) It's just, it's just buck wild. I just don't get it. Yeah. This whole world needs to calm their shit down. I can't say anything, but they could say anything they want. (laughs) Yep. And any even small thing you do say is going to be taken as some kind of hate crime. Yep, it's insane. Even if you're just like, mmm, this Snapple is really good. Nope, that's a hate crime. That was made by <laughs> children. Uh-huh. They made some pretty good Snapple. <laughs> did your, oh, did your child come up with these facts? They're pretty good. <laughs> How dare you? Don't talk about my child. <laughs> I gave him a compliment. <laughs> All right, well, uh, I guess we got the the big loser of the week. That'll be the last one here. Uh, Did you happen to see the trailer for the new Are You Afraid of the Dark? No, there's a new Are You Afraid (laughs) of the Dark? Yes, they're bringing it back. Uh, It's a limited series event. I believe it's on Netflix. It's one of the streaming services. I want to say it's Netflix. It's not going to be as Uh, good. There's not going to be as many kids from Canada or any kids in stripy shirts. (laughs) <laughs> here's what really has sunk the thing already for me um, i mean it does have the kid like the fat kid from it, it's going to be in it so that you know that's all right oh but that's here's right. the I've problem about this actually yeah go ahead yeah so they show in the trailer that you know okay it starts out with this girl is being inducted into the midnight society all right looks good she's telling a story all right perfect this is good this is what we like <laughs> classic are you afraid of the dark right here um apparently she tells some story about a haunted like like carnival uh that's going on and then the next day that carnival is in their town the story has come to life so instead of being an anthology series <laughs> i guess it's just them dealing with this carnival that came out of a story just like the fucking scary stories t- telling the dark just like fucking goosebumps like have people forgotten what the anthology story like what an anthology series is <laughs> Is there just like some collective amnesia going around that no one remembers how to make these things without having them just be one story? I'm so angry right now. I know. The whole point of that show is to have each episode be its own thing. So you could do all kind of different things with different actors and have cool things happen that were different than what happened last week. I'm fine when they did it once. They did it with a two-part episode called the Silver... I think it was the Silver Bullet. Yeah, that's or fine. The Silver something. The Silver... I don't remember. Um, but that was fine. They did it that one time, and it was cool because we got to see some of our favorite actors or characters from, you know, the Midnight Society, you know, just just poo-pooing around the city, you know, trying to f- figure out this mystery. And it was fine because it only happened the once. 
I don't want to mm-hmm. see a new group of kids tell a story. The story comes true, and, it, and like you said, it basically turns into goosebumps. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I'm going to be like the girl from 120 Days of Sodom and rather eat poop. <laughs> yeah, given those two choices, you're probably making the same call. Just, just <laughs> crazy. Yeah, so they've already tanked it before it even started. Like, unless they're somehow, this is just a frame device where it will be different stories each week, but they're just like spend the first five minutes or something dealing with this carnival, but I don't think that'll happen. It seems like that's going to be the entire show. Asinine. Yep. I, I just don't get it. Like, it's cool to have short stories. That's like an art form that's just kind of all gone away. And you know why it's cool, and you know how you know how I know it works because there's a show called Black Mirror. Yep, it's true, and it works very well there. Except yep. for that weird kung fu fighting video game one, which gave me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> that was not good. <laughs> that one, not so much. The heebie-jeebies. And I mean, they brought back uh, what you call it? Uh, shit, why can't I think of the name? Uh, uh, Twilight Zone. Um, on CBS All Access, but I heard that was not so good. But at least they're doing it <laughs> as an anthology series and not making it stupid. Oh well, that's not a good example then. That's proof that it doesn't work. Yeah. That that they, they need to go the Goosebumps route because obviously the Goosebumps route. <laughs> no, no, no. It's against it's against what we think. That definitely worked. Not for me. I didn't like it. I wasn't a big fan. But that those movies get fucking oh, a bunch of money. <laughs> Probably because the name alone. Yeah, familiar characters from those solo stories, but that's about it. Yep. Yeah, but that's that's what that's what I would like. <laughs> it's just those things. I don't understand this need to make everything an interconnected world. Well, this is a Debbie Downer. Like, yep. I can't. We can't keep talking about that. Let's talk about one more thing today, and that oh, one okay. last thing. Hopefully, it'll bring us back up. Is. Well, this has been another amazing episode from the original Janksters. I'm Peter Jank. That's Kevin Jank. And as always, everyone, please remember to flip that tip. And play some Rocket League. That event's only going on for a little while, so jump in there. I think it goes on until, like, maybe the midway point of uh, November. So get your schlong on. (laughs) I will. Good. All right. Bye, everybody. Schlong on. I want death, death for my birthday I want death, death in the worst way I want death, death for my birthday Don't get me wrong, cause I love life But life has a boyfriend Bless my soul, I'm out to destroy them I want death, death for my birthday